Science in diction and fact over fiction. Learning and growing and healing afflictions. Authentic and supportive, knowledge a plethora. Welcome to the Library of Alexandria. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Library of Alexandria. I am very excited about this episode because the topic for today is self-reverence, and this is one of my biggest passions. It is the foundation, the focal point of my practice, of my mission, of my movement, and it's something that I work to help people nurture and maintain within themselves. Today also happens to be Thanksgiving, which is a holiday, is a day that I take issue with because for many Native Americans, today is a reminder of the genocide of millions of their people, the theft of their lands, and the relentless assault of their cultures. And we in America pretend that it's a holiday to commemorate the collaborative, empathetic, vulnerable, and respectful exchange of food and... Uh, at this lovely little dinner table uh, between the pilgrims and the Native Americans, which we know is a lie. So it's bullshit. And with that, I do have admiration and respect, so reverence, for the idea, for the concept of prioritizing and highlighting things we are thankful and grateful for. Although, for me, that's a daily practice. I, I practice gratitude on the daily. I audibly declare what I am grateful for every day, multiple times a day, multiple things. Uh, and I think it should be a daily practice. So in the spirit of the latter view of this day, I would like to declare that I am very thankful, very grateful for everything about me that makes me uniquely me. I have deep respect and admiration for myself. I have reverence for my unique self. And I want you to have that too. The reason this concept of self-reverence is so important to me is because I believe in a world where each human being honors a deep respect and admiration for themselves because we each possess unique gifts and skills with unparalleled significance in contributing to the progression of humanity. And because each human being has triumphed over trauma. These truths represent each person's extraordinary worth and value. This alone merits deep self-respect and self-admiration, self-reverence. So, what does self-reverence mean? Let's get into the actual meaning of this word, of this concept. Self-reverence is the act and practice of revering the self. Reverence is defined as a deep admiration and respect for someone or something. So to revere someone or something is to have a deep admiration and respect for that person or thing. So in summary, self-reverence is the act and practice of revering the self. To break that down further, self-reverence is the act and practice of deeply respecting and admiring yourself. And I want to highlight and underscore something very important here. Self-reverence is the act and practice of revering the self. 
Those are two action words. It's the act and practice of revering the self. Verbs, actions. Self-reverence isn't simply having deep respect and admiration for yourself. It's more than that. It's about putting that deep respect and admiration for yourself into practice. Now, self-reverence aside, the concept of reverence alone is common in many of our cultures and societies around the world. Celebrity culture is a perfect example. We revere celebrities. It's common for us humans to deeply respect and admire celebrities. And it's not just celebrities. It's normal for us to revere a diverse range of people, such as family members. We revere scholars, teachers, professionals, uh, uh, superiors of ours. Uh, We revere uh, scientists, uh, clergy members, activists, artists, politicians, etc. We revere all types of people, all types of groups of people in many of our cultures. And yet, rarely do we revere our very own selves. Let that sink in. Rarely do we revere our very own selves. So self-help and personal development arenas champion the concept of self-confidence and the mindset and actions of self-love. I'm here to say that self-reverence differs from self-confidence and that self-reverence is actually self-love in action. Remember, action. And there it is. There lies the explanation. The difference between self-confidence and self-reverence is action. Self-confidence is defined as a feeling of trust in one's abilities, qualities, and judgment. I'll say that again. Self-confidence is defined as a feeling of trust in one's abilities, qualities, and judgment. So here, here's an example of self-confidence. Story time. So before I became an entrepreneur, I had a corporate career that I absolutely loathed. Now, I was successful in climbing the corporate ladder, yet I didn't respect and admire myself for this quote-unquote success. Despite being unaligned with this career since literally day one of my three-year run there, I still consistently applied for and achieved annual promotions, even though I hated working for that company and doing that type of work. And after two promotions in two years, I went for my third. And I wanted the job because it would provide a major increase in autonomy, freedom, and salary. So those three things were very attractive to me. And even though if I got the job, I knew I would still be miserable at the company and I would still hate any type of work I was doing there in spite of the much-coveted freedom and pay I would be receiving in that role. Yet, I applied anyway, because I tricked myself into thinking it would all be fine, and (laughs) it was not fine. It was not fine at all. It was terrible. Oh my goodness. I did get the job, uh, and it was horrible, just like I thought it would be. It did have have lots of extra autonomy and freedom um, and good pay. Those things were true, and it was still horrible because it was so unaligned. So here's the thing. I had confidence, okay? I had trust in my abilities, qualities, and judgment to get this third promotion. And like I said, I did get it. And I did not respect or admire myself for doing so. I didn't want the job, even though I briefly convinced myself I did. At my core, I didn't want it. I never wanted it. I just wanted you know, more autonomy and freedom and money, uh, even though I knew this was not the route to get me that 
in an authentic and aligned way that would bring me fulfillment and peaceful happiness. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I did not admire my ability to charm others into offering me a job that I didn't value or actually want. I mean, yes, I, I was pleased with myself that I accomplished what I set out to accomplish, which was to get the job. And my confidence in my abilities, qualities, and judgments was solid. And because I wasn't putting my confidence in my various abilities, qualities, and judgments into productive action to abundantly serve myself and others, because of that, I was absent of self-admiration and self-respect for those various abilities, qualities, and judgments of mine. And that's because we cannot love what we do not respect, and we cannot admire what we don't respect. The other thing about self-reverence, it forces you to get specific about knowing and understanding yourself. So for example, one could say they feel a strong sense of self-confidence because they haven't faced that much adversity. You know, things tend to go their way and they've done well for themselves. This means they're either privileged or complacent. With either one, there's a lack of mindfulness and self-awareness. And without those, we can't truly understand and know ourselves. And how can we revere ourselves if we don't know who we are? I encourage you to get to know yourself deeply so that you can revere yourself. There are abundant reasons for you to deeply respect and admire yourself. And remember, this is not about being humble, which is what I am going to talk about next week. That's another juicy episode. So yes, this is not about being humble. There's abundant reasons for you to deeply respect and admire yourself. Honor yourself with these questions to help nurture self-reverence. What about yourself do you deeply love? What are you better at than anyone else? What brings you joy that simultaneously serves you and others? In other words, what's your superpower? What fears have you overcome? What traumas have you overcome? Deeply understanding the self provides us the clarity and certainty needed to nurture the inner security to deeply admire and respect ourselves. Because self-reverence is a radical concept for many, and it's one that ultimately helps us to protect our peace. When we deeply respect and admire ourselves, our confidence in our sense of self, not just our abilities, qualities, and judgments, will be heightened. Now, as someone who supports and advocates for psychological trauma survivors, I want to talk about self-reverence and trauma. Each and every one of us on this planet has and will continue to experience trauma. It affects everyone and escapes no one. And you are here on this earth listening to this at this very moment because you have triumphed over trauma. And we either reside and operate in a reality entrapped in a web of trauma, or we heal from it and prosper. You have overpowered the consequences of trauma and propelled yourself forward. You have honored and respected yourself by taking actions to become a victor instead of a victim. Overcoming both emotional and physical trauma is extraordinary and warrants infinite self-respect and self-admiration. This is a celebration of you, dear listener, a celebration of your choice to, as the amazing Brene Brown would say, choose courage 
over comfort. I encourage you to put your gifts into action to serve yourself, to serve others, and to ultimately contribute to the progression of our human society, of our human family. Deeply admire and respect yourself, not just others, because when we revere ourselves, we maintain the confidence to boldly make positive impacts in evolving our human family for the better. And that's a wrap, folks. That's all I have to say, at least for today, about self-reverence. If this episode resonated with you, if you liked it, please rate it five stars. That is going to allow me to reach more people, to support more people, and help me to further my movement. Next week, I'm going to talk about the word humble slash humility and the concept of humility and being humble. And I'm going to talk about why I don't value or subscribe to that word and why I don't think any of us should as human beings because I think it's counterproductive and hold us back. So I will break that down next week. Don't miss that. That will be very exciting. So I wish you all a lovely day, a lovely week. And in the spirit of non-genocide worshiping Thanksgiving, I want to say how grateful and thankful I am for all of you listeners here today. Thank you for nurturing yourself because when you nurture yourself, you thrive and you help others to nurture themselves and thrive as well. It creates a positive domino effect when people see you living authentically and see you living in ways that protect your peace. It, it creates, yeah, a positive domino effect. So thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting me and my movement. And if this episode resonates with you, please rate it five stars because that will help me to reach more people, thus allowing me to support more people and to, of course, further my movement. Until next time, cheers, everyone. Oh, baby. Baby, baby.